Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to our podcast series. And this is where you get to be with us, be friends with us around the coffee table, your dinner table, wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for joining us, friends. And the podcast series is Everything in Jack. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. And I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. And this is the podcast where we talk about everything. And absolutely nothing. Yes. My favorite part. <laughs> we all, and I can hear like, and everything and Jack. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. But I believe we had, we had a fabulous question that was submitted, didn't we? A mm. great submission. Amy? We did. The question that came in is, what is predictable in your future? Mm. Isn't that fabulous? I know. I'm still dealing with my past. <laughs> I just like dragging it with me everywhere I go. That, And I notice my handbags are even getting bigger and bigger. Even though I buy small ones, <laughs> they seem to, I seem to squash as much as I can in those little bags, you know? Right. Stuff so, it down. Stuff it in, stuff it down. Exactly. So I, I it's a fabulous question. And I think we should just see where we run with it and friends and audience. This is where we're prepared and yet we're unprepared. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I'd like to add a, a quote if I can by just to, to look like I'm I, I'm intelligent. This is the everything part. And Go for by, it. Yeah, by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> the best way to predict the future is to create it. I love it. Me too. I can't say I'm always actively doing that, right? It's more looking at the future from the rearview mirror for me. Especially the older I get. I have to fight to create something, right? And even in the midst of that, like right now I'm writing a curriculum and I'm so passionate about it and everything that I'm bumping up against has nothing to do with the creativity of the course that I'm creating. It has everything to do with me going, yeah, this is going to be another one on the shelf. I'm probably not going to ever really publish it. And it's all based mm. on the fact mm-hmm. that I've written now close to a hundred curriculums that are sitting on Google Drive. <laughs> and, wow. and now I wanted to actually bring it a little bit. What's the course called, Dr. Kerry? So the current course is how you effectively blend families. And, you know, it's, I grew up in a blended family when I was married before I was a step parent. And then now my current marriage, we blended, I mean, successfully blended our family, his three children, my three children, but it also includes his ex-wife, her current husband, my ex-husband. We are a true, happy, blended family working on one legacy. And it took a lot of... I got to um, say, when you're working on one work. legacy right there, that's no, there's no creation there. I think you're Ex- creating a legacy though, aren't you? We are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you for that. And so, you know, I feel like there are so many people that could benefit from it. So I've written it. It's almost complete. And it's just, you know, the predictable future with that is it's going to sit on Google Drive with all of my other work. Yeah. So PhD is mm -hmm. it's it's an acronym for piled high and deep. All of my work. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's what. Yeah. That's. That's the predictable 
as we say, yes. the predictable future. I would love on this show today to actually create a future. Like I'm even creating now that this podcast, Everything in Jack, goes completely wildly global. Everybody's listening to it in their cars. It's like a break for them. We're your friends. Yes. I mean, I'm creating that yeah. right now because mm-hmm. there's I can't do anything about Abraham Lincoln being shot. I mean, you know, it's bizarre the guy that who said that, right? Had no right. actual he couldn't have predicted that. Yeah. However, I do want to say the word future does sound a little far away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does it, it doesn't sound quite now. No, it, it sounds like it's here for me. It when looks, it's I'm just the opposite. Just the next second or the next uh, minute. Amy, yeah. go Greg, for it. Go for it. So that's deep, Amy. Well, for me, when we say what is predictable in your future, for me, it's actually today. Like my future all of a sudden kind of has a great big blank canvas on it. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. You know, coming from being a mom and a business owner and always having my back against the wall and things that I have to do. There's always a million things I have to do that when I get to the place of starting to free up some of my time and I don't have things to do and I now have free time. I'm sitting here like going, oh, my God, this is actually scary to me. Yeah. Because like what's predictable in my future is I have no clue. Like I really haven't created even just today because yesterday I didn't know that I was going to be free today. And now I have a whole free day to myself. And I'm like, I don't even know what I want to do today. I mean, I know I have podcasts today, but that's it. Past that, what's predictable? And I'm like. Wow, I'm going to actually. So what is predictable is I have to work like I'm actually going to have to work at figuring out doing something for the future because sitting around and watching TV also doesn't work for me. We're just doing nothing. And I'm like, so this is like going to take some work on my part. Wait a minute. This is a part of our show is everything and nothing. You could do some nothing. You could do some nothing, but it's not really in me to just do nothingness. Right. But it's like, but but that's the point though. But here's the thing. Cause what I heard Amy is the have to and the should, how Mm. often do we have the experience of nothing? I mean, yeah, we, I think we, I'd lose my mind on the nothing part. Like, I'm actually, yeah, okay, I'm sure would beg to differ. She's still it, young. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yes, I just, you know, but what, what if we could actually do nothing? Oh. Because, because even that is quite scary. It to sounds have. like it sounds like heavenly, right? But I'm actually thinking about the concept of doing nothing. And that would be like for me sitting and meditating and doing, nothing, just sitting there silent, doing nothing. And I'm like, I would just start tapping, you know, and my brain would start going in a hundred different directions. Mm-hmm. And I'd feel like I'm wasting time. I, I just don't think that I could just sit and do nothing. But, but you know what, Amy, that is so what you're saying is perfect for like the question today, because I can sit. What, and what's do the question? N- can we have the question? Just remind it. What is listen. predictable in your future? Okay. Thanks. You Dr. Kerry. And, and I think that is why we avoid doing nothing. Now I can actually sit and do nothing just because I'm exhausted. Right. I mean, and, and I'm not talking just a day. I mean, mentally exhausted from the duration of my life so far. And 
what will cause ask, me to what, move what does doing nothing pre- look like to you is it actually sitting and doing nothing or is it actually, sitting and watching tv or sitting no. and scrolling through social media is it actually no. doing nothing it is balled up at the corner of my couch okay i mean like i know i've got brain activity but i'm pretty much just sitting there or i can sit in my backyard on the patio the back patio and just sit there and just staring at birds landing in the trees. I literally can do nothing. And it's coming from, like I said, just exhausted from the duration of my life so far. What will cause me to move is predicting how doing nothing is going to turn out on the other side. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> if I don't get up right now and make these calls, I'm going to be eating cat food <laughs> in five right. years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it used to be the prediction was around enthusiasm, whereas now it's like, okay, this isn't going to turn out well if I don't get up and move. That's does, exactly does what that I'm talking sense? about. Yeah, no, it does, because that's exactly what I, when I was saying, like, but having to work not and I don't mean work for like a living. I mean, work at building a life or building something. Yes. I want to yep. interrupt though for Amy and for, for our listeners, our friends that has a similar experience. Cause it's not just Amy. Uh, I mean, I have that experience too. And Dr. Carey, I'm sure you have that experience when you shouldn't be curled up in a ball or there's, cause the, the thought I have is something like, Oh, if I'm doing nothing, there was a time that nothing was a no-no or I'm guilty, which is really a reaction from the past. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. should be, like they have to, the obligations. And there's something about creating the future. Like if we're going to create the future rather than like what Abraham Lincoln's fabulous quote is, is if we could create it, we would have to actually really disappear exactly. the past, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I... I can hear, you know, my own thoughts, like just going through my mind, like I'm not doing that. That's not how I'm engaging. Exactly like Jean-Marie said, it's more like I got to do this because if I don't, this is going to happen. So no wonder I'm exhausted. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not like I'm like, let me get up and create today. You know, it's <laughs> not happening. Gilbert, Arizona <laughs> is all let up over there. Right. Right. And then, exactly. And are we speaking globally? Are we speaking just Americans? Are we speaking just Arizona? That happens to be some, you know, bizarre number of weather. What? what I don't know what the temperature is. It's hot. It's triple digits. It's triple digits. So where do we want to take this conversation today as the question is, Amy? What is predictable in your future? What is predictable? Well, for sure, predictable for me is arguments with my husband. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's predictable. What else would be predictable? No arguments with my husband. The guy won't fight back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. We, we should just at least swap for you're like I would love for that. a day, <laughs> right? Husband swap. <laughs> just Make for a the great day. reality yes, show. Just for the, the day. I think I think they've had that reality show, and look, look where it took them. Nowhere, right? Yeah. But if we could actually say what right now is currently predicted for your future. I mean, even some of my thoughts are particularly predictable, which is not yeah. good enough. Those thoughts just seem to always be predictable. Never enough. 
what else would be predictable before we could actually even go beyond that? I mean, mine is excessive that if I don't move our business forward, me and my spouses did, it won't move. That's just excessive, excessive thought. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's a thought. Like if we, and I'm curious, but particularly with our listeners, but what, yeah. what is your business? And we also run the program, but what is it that you want to move forward? So we can actually have people hear what are those excessive thoughts? Yeah. So, so we're land developers and that's going well, but building a portfolio of rental properties, it's like I'm running the land development project with another partner. And then all at the same time, I'm the one running the rental properties, finding those, purchasing those. And it was his idea that we do this business. (laughs) That sounds like a fun business. It's not for me. I'm a scientist, right? (laughs) And I am. It's not. Nobody should do that. It's not. (laughs) It's great for what we're creating in terms of income and Mm. all of that. But I am a scientist. I love everything about science. And there are theories that I want to explore. And my work, I do enjoy writing curriculums, even if they're not being placed in schools and stuff like that. I love research. And those are the things I hunger for. So I have a question, and I certainly want to include Amy in this. Do you think that many of us, and this is not just Americans or English globally is that we do things that we really don't want to do, in which case that is predictable. Yeah. Yeah. And the reasons that we do them are predictable. Right. Yes. Which is, would you say, would, what's the top reason? Money. Cha-ching. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely. It really yeah. takes something to to not have it be the money being the driving force. Yeah. And I really don't know unless somebody would like to say something like email. Oh, and also, Dr. Carey, where do people submit their questions? Where do they submit their comments? So you want to submit to questions at everythinginjack.com. That's our email address. Or you can go to our website, everythinginjack.com. And there's a submission form there. And we would love to receive your questions. And also people comment on our Facebook page. Yes, our Facebook page, you can find on Facebook, Everything and Jack. We want you listeners to begin to engage, interact, bring in the question that we are engaged in right now. And as we say, we're prepared, we're not prepared, it's an inquiry, we're not particularly looking for the answer, which I would say is a huge condition on the planet. Find the answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Find the answer. Amy looks like she's in nothing land. No, I'm still back with the question of what is predictable yeah. in your future. Oh, and I'm okay. like, I'm still over here and I am still twisting it over in my mind, which is exactly what we want our audience to do, right? We love it when they listen to us, but really the whole point of this is for them to engage in their own life. And I'm like, wow, Amy, what is predictable in your future? And I'm like, that it's coming whether I want it to or not. Right. Like I'm like, yeah, like that's what's really predictable for me. And it doesn't really matter what you're dealing with in life. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm dealing with resisting the fact that it, my future is coming at me and 
I don't like the way it looks right now. Right. And and rather than dealing with the fact that I actually, I can do something about it. What am I doing is I'm resisting the fact that my future is coming, which means I'm not even dealing. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with cancer or family issues or money issues, if rent is due, you know, or, or your past due on your rent or whatever it is, like everybody has something that is predictable. And then like, I'm like, oh my gosh. And what's predictable is, is I don't want to face it. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you bringing that up, Amy, all I could say was, wow, what's predictable is I was born and then there's something coming right after that dash. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, well, and, and I'm going to um, be the last to know. So there's a book that I read a few years ago by Ernest Becker, and it's called The Denial of Death. And yes, who gets excited? I'm like, yes, yes, totally denying that. But it really is a great navigation tool around exactly what we're talking about. Because when Jean Marie read that quote, I thought about the book because um, what he's saying is is that everything that we're predicting really is just the denial of the inevitable. And Amy, your your comment just now kind of points to that. Like, yeah, we think we know what's coming, but what's really, really, really coming for all of us is death. And so we have this urgency about what we should do in terms of money because we want to be comfortable as we're dying, aging, dying, right? And the moment you're born, you're dying, Mm-hmm. Every day you're moving closer to it and you don't even know what that destination date is, right? And so I find myself living most of the time in this massive world of make-believe. It's yeah. like, oh. It, oh man, I live such oh. an extraordinary <laughs> life in my head. Yeah, <laughs> right? it, you know? I read something recently and yet I didn't have to read it. It was just a confirmation of there is what is and then there is what I wish it could be. Yeah. Okay. And then there's as a you may be a science nerd, Dr. Kerry and Amy and I are just ordinary earthlings. Okay. (laughs) But but there's also something about the even in numbers, there's a future beyond that last number I find fascinating. Yeah. Infinity. You know, they they don't even have a number. They have a weird like sideways eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. The weird infinity numbers. Even that is unpredictable. Yeah. They cannot predict whatever is at the end, the black hole. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Hawkins would be rolling around right now because that's, yeah. that's as much as I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, good job. Okay, from your earthly. So this is an unanswerable question. But I do want to say, isn't this, in the minute we have left, there is an opportunity to create something for your future, like barring from your past, right? No matter what your past was, no matter what was good, bad, and ugly. Isn't there something to create? This is what I want to leave with everyone is a lot of times I don't start things because I am predicting the future of what I got to do and what it's going to take. And sometimes it's that I don't think I'm going to do it well. And so I've learned to do it messy, do it scared, and to do it imperfect. Let's be mm-hmm. loved. No interest in perfection. My name is Jean-Marie no. Is I'm Amy Sullivan Ryan. And I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtland. This is still the podcast where we talk about everything. And absolutely nothing. See you next Saturday.